Hi, I'm Jenny Ottaway, and welcome to the foundation of you. Whether you're feeling stuck in your job or you're considering a midlife crisis, hold up, there's a better way. I'm here to help you knock down the walls that no longer serve you. I'll teach you tools to help you rebuild your life, your way, the auto way. Let's get started. Okay, so thank you everyone for joining us today on this very special episode, episode number seven already. And seven is a special number. So I'm really excited about this uh, guest. Seven is a very magical number for me. And um, I see it everywhere. So um, Sebastian Rusk, I just want to say a big welcome to you. You know, Sebastian has been um, just fundamental, an amazing He's my podcast coach, everybody. So Sebastian is this amazing energy. He's been guiding me through the whole process of how do I start and and create a podcast. And it's just been this really fun process of something that can really feel overwhelming, but you've made it so logical and, you know, you've made it very um, just guided, fun, interesting, not overwhelming. Sebastian, you've got this gift of just bringing, bringing the, your, your client into this space of, okay, we're going to just walk through this together. And that was so helpful. So I'm so excited to have you on the show today. You're an amazing human and so welcome. Jenny, thanks so much. I'm I'm humbled by your kind words, and it's just been an absolute pleasure to to connect with you and work with you here. I love. I, I, this is probably the first time I think that I have been on one of my students' launch episodes. So this is extremely exciting to be on episode and the and the last one of the launch too, episode seven. So so great to be here, and so great to to see that the launch is is there is a bright light at the end of the tunnel. So. Yeah. So excited for you. Thank you. And I, it takes, you know, it takes time to get there. There's so many psychological hurdles yeah. to overcome that overwhelm. Sure. And I feel like looking back to that first episode, second episode to now, I just know that we, you know, I'll go from strength to strength. So you've been sure. really pivotal for that. So how we met, I wanted to just uh, tell my listeners, how did we meet? And I met you from when I first heard about you was when our mutual friend, Shay Robottom launched her podcast show. Cause I know that you helped her launch that. And yeah, I was watching you. I was watching you in the background going, you know, cause I love Shay and I loved the whole, um, just flow of that whole, that whole series that she did with you. So how, you know, your energy for that was really what drew me in, drew me to wanting to work with you. How was that something, you know, how do you bring that energy? Is that just who you are? You're, <laughs> yeah. you, you know, how do you do that? That's called being your 100% authentic self. So mm. I always say that, uh, what's the quote? You got to be yourself. Everyone else is taken. 
And yeah. I, and I couldn't agree with that more. So when you show up as your authentic self, which is who you are and how you want to show up and how you want to be perceived to the world, I believe that that is, it's, it's, it's been described as infectious, my personality. So I, but all I'm doing is what I'm, what I'm called to do, which is show up to be 100% Sebastian and with a servant's heart in, 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 in mindset of what can I do to leave the people that I interact with and I do business with that I go through life with, how, how can I leave them different? And that's always a priority of mine. And it, it spills over into my business, especially as we live in, we were living in this world of, um, where we, we crave more and more transparency from people that we connect with, especially with all this digital noise. So I'd say that's probably the biggest contributor to it. Yeah. And you say you, you've written a book and it's, it's uh, podcasts suck because tell me the title of the book, podcasts suck. Podcasts suck if you don't have one. If you don't have is, one. Which is the absolute truth. Yeah. And I love that. And it's very, you know, relevant to today because so many people want to have information that's specific that is targeted to an interest that they have and yep. podcasts are such a great way for people to access that and you've tapped into this and you've been doing this for 10 years how you, how long have you been doing this for yeah, I started in 2011, right when I started my brand, about a year after I started my, my first brand, Social Buzz TV. And I just, I'd always had a knack for radio. My dad was a DJ for 30 years and I grew up in a radio station. I had no intentions of following in his footsteps, but I, I knew that I started the company in 2010 and then five years later realized that, hey, my place in this world is podcasting. I've had a podcast. I've been negligent on, on, on being consistent. I started and stopped the show three times and rebranded it three times before I finally caught a rhythm of about, about three years ago, uh, mainly because I knew I was starting a podcast business. And I mean, who the hell am I to sell you a podcast solution? And I'm not even a podcaster myself. So being a practitioner and a peer, if you will, of my students and clients I work with has made it just that much easier. But podcasting lowers the barrier of entry and the amount of friction that it takes to connect with people. There's a lot of noise and we don't have to ask permission any longer to connect and reach out to people. You just send a message and if it works out, great. And if not, before we had to get to the gatekeeper and make calls and send emails and letters and stop by and flowers and, 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 and things on the holiday to be able to get people's attention. Now we can get people's attention creatively through contacting them uh, digitally. And a podcast is our modern day radio show. So if we look at the, like, if you look at a comparison of saying, if I'm going after somebody and I'm prospecting them for a sales call, I've got to go to a gatekeeper. They get a hundred of me in the same day. Are they really listening? I'm just part of the noise. But I come in with a completely different tone when I approach the gatekeeper, gatekeeper and say, I'm looking to interview your CEO and tell the story of your brand and, and what he's up to and what you guys are up to as a brand. That's a completely different conversation that really, really diffuses that entire process, even if it is because by design, you have a podcast, which you should as a prospecting tool. That's not as obvious initially. Now, it's not to say that you haven't been transparent because the goal of the initial conversation is to interview the CEO. Right. Is there an agenda attached to it? Yes. My agenda is to stroke their ego, tell their story, get to know them, productively pick their brain, make it all about them, give them content they can share, content for my show I can share, make it a win-win. And then at the end say, hey, you know what, Bob? Hey, you know what, Jane? This was a great conversation. And based on some of the stuff we talked about, 
I think it may be worth a future conversation on how we may be able to continue to work together outside this incredible interview. And more times than not, people go, you know what, Sebastian, that sounds like a great idea. I'll get you right over to so-and-so so we can get that set up. I really look forward to it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so it's such a great way, like that entry point, as you say, there's no more gatekeeper. And and on the flip well, they're side, they're there if you want a cold call and, and 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 find the gatekeepers. But there's ways to avoid them and completely circumvent them in a very in a very um, okay way. Yeah, in an acceptable way. And on Correct. the flip side of that is a way for people to find you. If you've got a story, if you've got something that you're selling, a podcast is a great way for people to get to know who you are and to understand what you're offering and for you to show showcase that. Yeah, I mean, it makes any business or brand a media company. I've been banging this drum for 10 years and fell on, it's fallen on deaf ears because people are like, podcast, media company, what the hell is this guy talking about? Now it's become relevant because why? Because we scream every single television show we see off of our phone to our television, our living room with no wires. We're able to consume audio content without a DJ talking over our favorite song that they play over and over and over again on a radio station. No one is eager to run and jump in their car and turn on the radio and listen to a local radio station. No one. I mean, yeah. maybe some people out there, business talk radio, sports talk radio. I enjoy sports talk radio and those things. What I do enjoy what's left of radio is satellite radio because most cars come with it now. So you can not sign up for it, but you're going to hear ads about it constantly. You're just not going to turn the radio on. I thoroughly enjoy it because it's a plethora of different stuff to consume. If I got to leave the house and the game's on, there's probably an, there's probably a satellite radio station with the game that I can at least listen to, news radio, relevant topics, music, any type of genre you can imagine. Satellite radio found its place about 15 years ago and it I think it's found it I think it's it's going to stay there, but I think it's also going to be a huge and there's already been some moves with the satellite company. I don't remember what had happened with it where there was some crossover with podcasting. So as part of, you know, being a satellite radio consumer, part of that program is being able to have a pod access to a podcast number. In fact, that's what it was. Sirius XM, which is essentially the, the company, the, 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 the two merged a few years back, that the app for Sirius XM now has podcast. And now I hear when I'm in my car, hey, pull up the app and be sure to pull up so-and-so artists new podcasts so it's a great way to be able to feature the artists they're already featuring uh, uh tour launches album launches etc while featuring where their podcast is so it's just bananas to hear where this is all going and how those two are merging out of traditional radio forget about it i see traditional radio being around for about like local news for emergency purpose god forbid emergency purposes right you know because no one's excited to turn on the evening news unless you want to you know jump out of your window because there's nothing good on and no and i think podcasts are so as we said it's so personal you can choose the episode the content the topic that you're wanting and i yep. think you're even, in the driver's seat yeah you're in the driver's seat it's so true you're in control and i love that and so even when you're walking it's become such an integral part of our of our psyche of our day we turn on the podcast oh i'm going to listen to that particular podcast so it really is such a beautiful way and empowering way to reach an audience yep and frictionless too we can and consume it whatever we want when i wake up before i go to bed when i'm on my way to work when i'm on my way home i'm on my lunch break i'm at the gym I'm at my desk whatever the case is i can start stop i can listen again i can stay you know 
That's why, you know, when we talk about how long should a podcast episode be, listen, the shorter, the better, because there's nothing better than pulling up. Think about how you feel when you pull up a podcast episode and it's 20 minutes or less. You're like, I got that. I got, I, I got 20 minutes it's so you know? true <laughs> it's so true and then Speaking up, we've almost reached the 20 minute mark here no, <laughs> that's right i've got you for as long as i can um because you've got just so much goodness to share so um yeah then how in all of that you you're just such a dynamic fun person and we have a lot of uh you know, we have a lot of laughs when we're in our coaching sessions. So, but you, you're also very, what I love about you is you're very spiritual and we have a lot of deep philosophical conversations as well. So how did you come to this self-awareness? You're very, you know, probably one of the more self-aware people that I know, men that I know. How did you come to that particular um, sense of knowing for yourself? Was there a particular catalyst or an event or have you just always been like that? No, I've definitely not always been like that whatsoever. I lived a majority of my life thinking that I had all the answers and I had it all figured out and the world revolved around me. And then, you know, life shows up and life shows mm -hmm. up in different ways, in different fashions, whether you've been, you know, I've been forced to start all over again. I've been, you know, I, I've, I've had the unique opportunity of raising my kid on my own that I thoroughly, that I thoroughly chose. Some days were better than others, but doing it as an entrepreneur and a guy raising a daughter, you know, at a, at a young age at 20 years old was just bananas. I mean, I spent all my twenties and thirties raising a kid and now mm -hmm. I'm spending my forties, you know, fret, you know, friends with my kid and watching her evolve and, and see how life unfolds. But I think that I always talk about, I call it the work, you know, and, and the work is the work you're willing to do on yourself. And the work comes through uh, seminars and workshops and retreats and people that you meet and stuff that you do. And some would call it woo woo. I don't care. It's, you know, it's very woo woo to not, you know, un unscrew your life too. So um I had a strong desire when I first started in 2010 was my real awakening moment. So we back up 2008, the market crashed. I moved back from Southern California uh, to Miami with a duffel bag and my daughter to start over. And I spent 2008, 2010 doing absolutely nothing because I couldn't figure out what I wanted to do. And I was just in this, I can't believe I got somewhere close to the top of the mountain. And then here we are again, and all this self chatter and inner critic and all that stuff just ran the show for a couple of years, which by the way, the inner critic is going to run the show for as long as you let it run the show. And one day I just had this awakening moment and said, no more, this is, this ends today. And uh, I, I need to awaken the giant within. I'm going to go see Tony Robbins. So I called my friend Whitney who worked for Tony at the time and gave me all the details. The next uh, Unleashed Power Within was gonna be in Long Beach, California. I had like six bucks to my name and I had no idea I was gonna pull all this off, let alone a ticket, I mean, a plane ticket, et cetera. <laughs> but I, I had that awakening moment where I was like, okay, we're gonna figure this out. I have, I've, I've been gifted the opportunity and the desire to wanna figure this out. So she gave me all the details. I wrote them all down. I'm like, cool, wit, thanks for the info. I'll hit you back, let me go figure this out. She calls me back an hour later and says, Oh my God, I totally forgot that my best friend is part of Tony's core team. In fact, she travels with Tony as a part of a team of six and she lives on Miami beach. It would totally be worth a cocktail. You guys should definitely link up. Is it cool if I introduce you guys? And I said, absolutely. 
So I, I, I was introduced to her that same day. And a few days later, we were in touch via phone and I had sent her a video I shot on my laptop for some marketing consulting that I was doing. And it was a terrible video, like poor quality the whole nine. But I sent it to her and said, hey, you're a perfect stranger. Can you can you take a look at this and let me know what you think? And she watched it. And she absolutely exploded when she watched it. And she was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. At first, I was like, what's wrong? And she was, oh, this is great. Like how you show up, like your whole like persona, like you should start a YouTube channel. Like you'd have like a million subscribers. Like people would like, you've got something people could buy into. Like you got, like you got the it thing, the it factor. So I said, cool. I appreciate the feedback. Let's chat more about it on, on Friday. And so we linked up on Friday and I originally was supposed to take her. Uh, she lives in a, at the time in a very nice building, right on the, right on the beach on, on Miami beach. And right behind that place was a very nice steakhouse right on the water. And they have a phenomenal happy hour. So I was like, Oh, let's just meet there. And I had a buddy say, Hey, how much money do you have? And I'm like, Oh, I've got like 80 bucks. He goes, listen to me. If she has more than a couple of glasses of wine and she's hungry, you're going to be, do, you're going to be doing dishes. So you need to divert that meeting to TGI Fridays <laughs> on ocean drive. And I was like, how am I going to do that? And he goes, just tell her you've got a meeting and you're already going to be there. So I did that and called her and I was like, hey, we need to meet on Fridays. I'm already going to be there. And she's like, oh, 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 okay. This venue to Friday. So anyway, we get there and we're sitting on Ocean Drive having a drink. And she looks at me and she says, so what's next? And I said, I don't know. She said, um, that's a problem. That's the PG version of what she said. Yeah. And I thought, oh, I'm still offended those days. So I'm like, what do you mean? It's a problem. I mean, I'm not bothering anybody. I'm in my own little world. She goes, that's exactly it. Yeah. Who's missing out on you because you can't figure your own program out and you can't get out of your own way. You need to figure this out. You've been in the social media thing since the beginning. Like mm -hmm. you've been, you're active on it. I saw the video you sent me. Like you've got something. Here's a lot of buzz around social media, a lot around social buzz, et cetera. And I was able to conceptualize my first company out of that conversation. And well, I didn't make it to Tony Robbins that time around, but I did later make it um, uh, probably a year or so later. And um, she was an integral part of that and was able to up, you know, was able to upgrade my, my, my tickets and get me on into the, into the event. And she was at the fire lane next to mine when I walked on fire and I almost walked with Tony and like the whole circle just came together. So that was the initial catalyst but I still was completely unaware. I was going to events and I was consuming this personal development stuff, yet the integration part wasn't as good as it potentially could be. And then I was introduced to a program called the Landmark Forum uh, shortly thereafter. And the, and I did I was the Landmark Forum. Yeah. So yeah. I was, so the first time I did Landmark Forum, I, they're like, first day, like by noon, if you don't like it, let us know. We'll give you your money back. Walk out. I'm like, cool. I'd like my money back. So I walked out the first time and then ended up, went back the second time. I went with my girlfriend at the time, which I don't recommend going with a significant other to any personal development event ever under any circumstances, unless you're married and it's like some sort of a retreat or something. And that's still questionable. But uh, I ended up going through uh, the Landmark Forum. And, and, and uh, my eyes started to open a little bit. I still had all the answers, just ask me, but my eyes started to open up a little bit because those of you that are not familiar with the Landmark Forum, it's been around since God spoke to Moses and it's, Moses, and it's an incredible program, but you spend an entire long weekend, Friday through, I think it's like Friday through Sunday, Sunday. and then you come back Tuesday um, for your graduation which is the big recruitment event, but that's personal development for you. But it's a, it's a weekend of a conversation with two chalkboards, one instructor, and between 100 and 200 people and just sitting in a chair. You're not allowed to have a notebook. You're not allowed to take notes. You're not, everything you need, you're going to learn there and you're going to be able to take with you. But it's a 
it's a three-day conversation about what happened versus your story of what happened. And that was another huge catalyst because I could check, you start to, as you start to slowly integrate, sometimes it takes longer to land, et cetera, of the, is that, well, it's this, and my life sucks, and I bought this, and she did this, and that's the reason they left this, and all that noise yeah. is our story of what happened. So I, I looked at, I had to go back to my childhood, where we all do, mm-hmm. and where originally started. It was like, well, you know, what happened? My parents got divorced, and then my dad married this freaking wench, and, that, 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 and they, they just stop you. Boom, okay, time out. Yeah. Yeah. Here's what happened. Your parents got divorced. That's what happened. Everything else after that's bullshit. It doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. It's completely irrelevant. It may be important because those things took place. Some of it's really bad. Some of it's very unfortunate that it actually took place, but that's not actually what happened. That's mm-hmm. just your interpretation of what happened. And I started to unpack this and integrate it as part of my life, but it still wasn't enough. I still had all the answers, but I kept telling myself, Sebastian, if you're building this brand and you're not becoming the best version of yourself, you're just going to build something on a house of cards and an unstable foundation. Just it's, it's, it's exactly, it's like, I'm a, I'm a devout Christian, right? Based on what the Bible teaches me, there's a lot of solid advice. I look at it as a roadmap and that is a life built on unstable soil will falter a life built with faith without works is meaningless. So I, I looked at all of these things and we got to the end of the landmark forum and you've been through it. So, you know, and your head completely spins because you through the end of the three days and they go, okay, I'm gonna tell you why you've been here for the last three days. Ready? And everyone's like, yeah, ready. Everyone's on the edge of the seat. Like, yeah, ready? Drum roll, please. Like, there's no drum roll. Here's why you're here. Ready? Life is empty and meaningless. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? And then I use a reference in the Ecclesiastes. He's like, if you're a Christian in Ecclesiastes, it talks about, you know, life being an us being but, but a mere vapor. In the Hebrew faith, the Jewish faith, it, te- it teaches me. So he was able to make these comparisons on it, but it still left you dumbfounded. I was still had this nudge and this eagerness to like, there's got to be more, but I'm resistant. So there's got to be more. I got to figure it all out, but I'm resistant. I don't want to do this. I'm the guy that walks out of the room. The whole program has to pause because he's got to chase this asshole out in the parking lot because he wants to be resistant on what's going on. Right. So uh, I was that guy completely resistant. But when we're the most resistant is when we really need to lean in. And when the people that really love us and care about us, even if they're newer people that we've just met in our life, i.e. the strangers that become family that you share those three days with uh, in, in the room. Uh, start to care about your best interest because it really is a group effort because it wasn't about me getting up to share. It was about you getting up to share. And the story that you shared allowed me to go, well, at least my story is not that bad. Number one, number two, part of that story was like, holy, that's me. So the idea is to, 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 to go through these programs and the Tony Robbins says the world is in this room right now. The world walk race, ethnicity, background story a demographic you name it the world is in that room and i just think that's a beautiful thing because we all are connected as 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 human beings in this whole thing called life work that we're figuring out but i was eager in 2016 to find a girlfriend and uh still kind of am so if you're listening i'm taking applications but first i'm taking (laughs) background checks and i'll need your social security number date of birth and a copy of your id back back to our regularly scheduled programming so i I met a girl on a dating app and we met up on um, uh, March 1st of 2016. I'll never forget it. We met up for a drink and we started talking about personal development. It's a great common denominator, especially people have been doing what I call the work. And uh, she was 
knee deep in this program called gratitude training and gratitude training was a personal development program that has nothing to do with teaching how to be grateful or thankful. It is a full blown personal development program that I had no idea what I was getting into, but I was once again, guess what? Resistant. And the more resistant I was, the more she was like, Hey, I think this is definitely an option. She was almost done with the program. I would just be beginning and homegirl freaking signs me up and calls me and was like, you are starting next Friday. And it wasn't like, Hey, you're taking the course or we're done. We had just met. So clearly we met for a reason for her to get me through that door. So she did extremely resistant part. There was two parts of it. Actually three parts of it. The first one, like landmarks, long weekend, first part, get, let's just figure out what's going on and where it all went wrong and what's really under the hood. Second part, you spend a, a week. So Wednesday to Sunday together, fully immersed. Now that we know what's going on, let's get in there and just completely attack, destroy and get all of this out and let's change a belief system and let's let's get to the bare bones. Let's have the conversations. Let's fix the things that need to be fixed. Let's stop avoiding the things that need to be stopped. And let's come out of this with a better understanding of who we really are, what our purpose is as a human being. That entire course, as resistant as I was, completely revolutionized the path that I would be on for the rest of my life. And the girl broke up with me in the middle of it. So if personal development isn't enough, I got dumped in the middle of it. And she, and she went to China for a month with work and I had zero communication. So as if, you know, looking under the hood and going in and looking at your own mess is a very, very, very uncomfortable process. If you're open and you're doing it right. And uh, I came out of that stronger, wiser, uh, with a clearer understanding uh, I, I learned to love myself. I learned how to, I learned what self-love was. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, once I got a taste of that, someone said this to me, Sebastian, when you love yourself, you attract somebody else that loves themselves too. And when two are joined together, it's an incredible Bible speaks very clearly about that, that two are more, two are better than one, uh, when it comes to being able to do good works and things that are, that, that happen there. And that immediately sold me on the fact that I will stay on this path. So what I did was I put the blinders on and I said, I am going to remain single until I am operating in a space of integrating and self-love and consistent and getting all these scarcity and past conversations and all this stuff teed up. And that was up until really I started to climb out of that cage, you know, slowly uh, it's last year, you know, right. a, a, a little bit right. and, and stick my toe back into the, in, into the pond. And then now I'm in the same space where I'm just open. I'm yeah. open. I, I know exactly what I'm looking for in, in an ideal mate. And the first on the top of the list is have you healed from your past trauma? Are you currently healing? Are you currently doing the work? And do you understand the value of being as as aware and alert as possible as a human being? Because that will increase your impact and your ability to show up um, to the best of your ability as your 100% authentic self. So it all started 10 years ago with that conversation of, of meeting my friend on Miami beach and that desire to go see Tony. I didn't know why I've been to Tony several mm-hmm. times and I still walk away going, would well, I break through? I huh? walked on fire, but sometimes that integration comes years and years later, but that's really where the work all came together. And I was, I was a little resistant, especially I got into to a Fiji breath work a couple of years back and a lot of energy work and, and being able to you know, acupuncture and a lot of Eastern medicine, 
where, you know, they're, they're poking and prodding at you and moving energy around and all that. I was very resistant to that because I looked at it, it was all about devout Christian. Jesus is the ultimate healer. How can I insult him? It's blasphemy to say I'm going to have average man solve this versus you. And then I had this conversation that said, you know, maybe Jesus sent these people. And uh, I do know for a fact that God will do whatever, whatever it takes to act mightily on his behalf. And he'll use whatever or however, um, uh, you know, what it takes to be able to get your attention to be able to do. It. And I've just been blessed with some incredible human beings that are on, I mean, polar opposite viewpoints, thought process, spiritual path, not even completely close to like Jesus was just, uh, he was part of the, 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 the other group of the amazing prophets in the world. It was never like this. They, they recognize him, but in a completely different space. So it's just been, it's been, interesting and, and enlightening at the same time to mm. be able to evolve as a human and become the best version of myself while still allowing my faith to play out in my life and realizing that there is a rhyme and reason for every person that we meet is specifically the ones that give us those eye, eye-opening moments to say, ah, now I'm seeing things through a different lens now. Now I understand why the ego is, is a liar and absolutely worthless, but the ego can still be extremely useful when we're willing to figure out how to best use it and actually do the work. So uh, I'm mm. grateful for the work. Every single day I turn my shower on to cold at the end of the shower. It's the most miserable, miserable part of my shower, but it's a great way. It cools your body down and it's uncomfortable, but it sets the tone for the series of uncomfortable events that will take place for the day. And I repeat over and over to myself, I am committed to the work every day of my life. And that cold water beating on my bald head is a great reminder of the work. That's a form of the work, especially yeah. when it's cold out or it's For cold sure. inside and you got to like, you know, so um, I am thoroughly committed to it as a, we've only got a lifetime to figure it out. We've never arrived. We're never completely wholeheartedly healed. We heal things that need to be healed to bring us to the next scenario of where we need to be healed next. And once you feel extra healed, well, guess what? It's time to pass it on. And that's exactly what I'm able to do through my life, through my work, through my message, through my content, through my clients. And uh, I, I feel like I'm just getting started, Jenny. Oh. It's just, yeah, everything that you've said, you know, you started from getting out of your own way to trusting the process and, you know, trusting that it's happening. Everything is happening the way that it's meant to happen. Yeah, for you. For and you. Not to you. Nothing's yeah. happening to us. It's yeah. happening for us. And when you know, Tony talks a lot about that, when you recognize and embrace the fact that life is happening for you and not to you, it's a game changer, almost yeah. an instant game changer. And so now you're serving others and you're helping others get out of their own way. You know, I know we, I experienced a lot of that overwhelm. So um, once, you know, I turned on the cold shower and had those uncomfortable moments, you know, the, the figurative cold shower had that uncomfortable moment. That's when things shifted. That's when I yeah. started to take action and that's what you teach and, and, you know, what we all know is the best thing for us. Take those small steps, take that action because those, those little steps become big steps. Well, it's a chess game. Those little steps every single day eventually lead up to that big step. Yes. King me. 
but it, how many small steps do you have to take and how many times do you have to fail with those small steps for you to be able to come remotely close to those big steps at all? I think everybody wants to skip the fact of those small steps that have to be made. Listen, friend, you're not going to win the chess game unless the small steps are made and a tremendous amount of failure are made in between the, that process. Yeah. Yeah. So true. So true. Well, it has just been such an amazing delight and thrilled to have you on the show today. And I am so grateful for everything that you have shown me, taught me and shared with us today. It just has been magical. So thank you again. And thank you, Jenny. Yeah. I'm so freaking proud of you. I could freaking hug you and you're in Australia. So it's like, bring it in, bring it in. So yeah, I am, uh, you are, you've, you've been, um, you, you've been an action taker since the second we started, you've been open-minded. I don't know anything. Show me what I need to know about this and, uh, everything I've taught you, you've gone and executed You're recording episode seven. As we speak, we just pinned down a launch date, which is very, very soon. So, uh, I am a proud podcast cast papa <laughs> thank you well let's um yeah can't wait to get it launched and um yeah very grateful thank you jenny thank you thanks so much for sharing your time with me today i hope you enjoyed the energy we created and gained further insights around what fulfillment means to you if you love the vibe and want to live a more inspired life, I offer one-on-one -on -one coaching with my Foundation for Fulfillment signature course. More freedom, more fulfillment, starting now. Please subscribe so you never miss an episode. Share and leave a review to let others know how this podcast made you feel. And remember, there is no ceiling, only the one you create. So keep raising the roof. Till next time.